The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. Episode 39? 39. Fuck. The penultimate episode of this season. Where do all the years go, eh? <sighs> Down the toilet, if this podcast Vanished. is anything to go by. Vanished into the ether. Yes, well, this week, as you've probably heard in the intro, we're going to be talking about food and provender. Excellent. Um, something something I like very much. As we all do. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, obviously this episode. A few, a few things to say straight away. Um, we've got all the questions as usual. Don't worry. We've got Drew Sop's fable. Obviously, all, yeah, obviously. We've also got a feature uh, that I'm looking forward to you all oh, hearing yeah. this, this enormously. Is, this is this is quite something. This is spectacular, and it went so much better than we ever imagined. Yeah. And uh, you'll hear what we're talking about in about half an hour's time. Um, I should also mention. We have just created our... Literally just now. Just now created... Get it an, while it's hot. Yep, an email address. Yeah. Um, so that anyone that is not connected to us on Facebook, i.e. people from other countries, if they are listening, um, can send in questions as well. So that might be interesting. So basically, words with Chris and Drew, all one word, at gmail.com. Simple. Chris has no H in it as well, I should point out. C-R-I-S. Yes. Um, so yeah, anyone God that, help us. <laughs> yeah, anyone that's not listening. Uh, sorry, anyone anyone that's not listening. Anyone that's not listening. I can't imagine anyone that isn't listening to this. Well, yeah. Uh, what I meant to say was anyone that isn't connected to us on Facebook that is listening. You can now send in questions yourself and woo-hoo. feel included. Um, so yeah, um, shall we just kick this thing off, right? Fuck it, go for it. All right. Um, the first question is from Dan Cox. Hey, Dan Cox. He simply says. How many questions will Rob ask for this week? Oh, several, <laughs> I should imagine. Yeah, well, what I'll do, uh, we'll, we'll answer that at the end, so we can ah, see so how many make, he gets Make through. a tally. I should say I've got a Rab page. Have you? So there is a lot of questions. Your notebook contains an entire page of it, Rab questions. It does. For those who may not know, Rab, every week, regardless of what we're talking about, <laughs> always talks about food. Yeah, um... It will, that, well, that would also explain why we had to include him in the upcoming feature oh, yeah. that you will hear shortly. And, and food as well. And food, yes. Um, so yeah, Dan, stick around and we'll give you that answer at the end. Even if we don't get to all of Rab's questions, I will tell you how many he did answer. <gasps> Ask, sorry. Anyone want to place a bet? Well, if you do, then place them now. <laughs> um, and the first question, surprisingly enough, comes from Rab. Oh, hey, Rab. So there's fancy, one. Fancy that, eh? <laughs> yeah, he wants to know ultimate burger. Ultimate burger? Yeah, what would your ultimate burger Ooh. be if you could use all the ingredients in the well, world? Well, I think we've talked a little bit about this before we on have. a previous episode, and I'm firmly of the opinion that I don't think you need to put too much in a burger to make no, it a good one. I agree. You know? I, I, mean, agree. You, I mean, most pubs and places now and, and restaurants which do burgers, it's virtually impossible to get anything which isn't two feet tall. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they have to put a stick they for it. They put a stick in it to stop it falling apart, and the lower, the lowest layer of the bun just soaks up all the grease and the sauce, and yeah. it just falls to pieces. It's a complete nightmare. Less uh, is more sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm, I'm just, what I'm into these days is just a very, very nice solid patty. <laughs> yeah. Um, with maybe, maybe a bit of cheese if I'm in the mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 
I think a bit of lettuce for a bit of crunch. Yep. A bit of English mustard. Fair enough. And just a nice bit of, you know, a nice uh, brioche bun. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. Um, bacon, not necessary. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. It just gets in the way. I mean, people kind of like... I mean, I've probably pissed off most of the internet there because the internet <laughs> is constantly in a state of, oh my God, bacon. Yeah. Um, but, you know... This just gets in the way. If you want to, like, chomp through it in one go and you get stuck on a bit of bacon there, you end up kind of having to, like, maul it slightly with your chompers. Yeah, I do. I agree Most with that. Most uncivilised. I, like, I don't... If the bacon's well done and, like, all the fat is nice and crispy, then that's fine to that's me. Better. That's better. Because it doesn't get in the way. But, I mean, my favourite burger from a fast food chain is the, um... The XL, XL bacon, bacon double, double cheese. cheese there you burger. go. And yeah. that is literally just bacon, cheese and burger. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. that's that goes to show that less is more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, do you, do you ever do? Uh, do you ever make beef burgers yourself? Not really, no. You should try it sometime. It, mm. you, you you get much more satisfying results, I find that. Well, I've seen people make them where they put cheese inside the burger, like that kind of thing. Okay, well, I mean, you can do that if if you like. Yeah. Um, I mean, all you really, literally, all you need is just a pack of minced beef, or yeah. minced whatever you want to make the burger out of. I suppose uh, a couple of eggs. Um, and then pretty much just add whatever seasoning you want to the mix, squish it all up with your hands, Yeah. slap it under the grill, <laughs> jobs are good. Yeah. That's literally it. I, I should point out, I do know how to. Oh, I good. Do, I just don't good, do good, it good. often. Oh, but now people that don't know how to do know. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> surprised if people didn't know, because yeah. you know, it, it's one of the easiest things in the entire world to cook. Okay. Well, there you if go, you right. But if you didn't know that one, well, the first one's for free. Well done. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, moving on. Cheers for that, Rab. And that was obviously question one from Rab, so mm. if you are keeping score at home, there you go. Um, Darren Packham. Hey, Darren Packham. Here in the UK, we have a set limit of animals we consider um, normal to consume, mostly farm animals and obviously abundant sea life. What other animal would you like to try once in your life that you wouldn't normally find on a menu in Weatherspoons with a beer for a fiver? Mm. What is the current Weatherspoons menu with a beer for a fiver? I don't know, that wasn't the question, mate. Well, it has to be outside of that, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. So I, need to so know they what, have... I can't answer this well, question you... unless I know what the operational parameters of it are. Well, what animals they're using. Yeah. So well, normal ones. Every, beef like, burgers, yeah. chicken burgers. Yeah. Uh, probably lamb, isn't there? Probably, yeah. So he's, he's obviously looking for something a bit Surf strange. Turf. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's a good one. That's a good question. Um... Somebody once told me that they had been surreptitiously given a bit of horse willy. Horse willy? Mm. Right. I don't know whether that's true or not. In a burger? No, 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 no. Just like someone brought it to work one day. I said, oh, I've got this, this meat from <laughs> like... holiday. Have a taste of that. Said, oh, it's quite nice. What's that? Oh, that's a horse's willy. Right. I, again, I don't know if that's true Did or not. Did it not look suspiciously like a horse's willy? Well, I, I don't think it was presented in such mm. a way that it looked like a horse's willy. Right. It probably it may not be an entire willy. No, it just anyway, reminds me of Black Adder with the uh, suspicious oh, looking the sausage. suspicious looking sausage. Yeah, yes, which Mrs. Miggins reveals as a horse's willy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I wouldn't have that. No, because on a wet, you know, because if it was, you know, yeah, I mean, if so someone might be able to successfully trick me into eating it. Yeah, you know, but that's a different thing, isn't it? I don't think I would willingly. But what would go you? There. What the question was? What animal would you like to try? Not would you eat a horse's cock? That wasn't the question. No, I suppose it wasn't, was it? I know you probably felt the need to answer that, that as well. Yeah, well, just in case there was for the avoidance of any doubt. No, I don't want to eat horses willies. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Hmm. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, is there any sort of unusual seafood that? sort of gets uh, left off the menus unusual seafood um, unusual seafood I don't know it's all a bit unusual down there it's I all mean, a bit strange yeah I mean but we still eat crab and shrimp and all these things that are quite weird yeah I mean can you eat uh, can you eat stingrays is that allowed um, you probably can eat anything really can you eat goldfish <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I'm not sure. I'm here to tell you, you can eat anything you want. The results—that's that, another question. Uh, but you okay. can eat any animal you want. You can try. Mm. What would you like to try? Oh, is he that, I, I, the world I, is your oyster. Yeah, you can, I suspect, you can pick the, I suspect the point of this question is that you know, it does make you think about 
the fact that the only animals you would ever countenance eating are the ones that you've been conditioned no, to yeah. believe are food animals. There you go. So there you go. Mm. So yeah, there's a fair point behind the question. I think, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. He's not mucking around. He's not, is he? Well, you know, I have I have tried alligator before. Oh, you have. You can you can get alligator in some places in, in some parts of the world. Yeah. Because the tail is unbelievably meaty. Okay. It's just like solid muscle, you know. Yeah. That's quite tasty. All right. Um, snake. I think you can eat snake. You can. We've covered that as well. Yeah. In a past episode. Um, yeah. One of them. I don't know. What about you? I feel um, like I'm doing all the work here. This is kind of the point. But, um, uh, I don't know. I'd like to try, uh, I'd like to try some Komodo dragon. I reckon that's pretty... That's probably that's like a beefed up alligator. Uh, well, they're pretty mean, those things. Yeah. They're I wouldn't try and mean. catch it. Yeah. I'd just let someone else do that. Yeah. And then, like, you know, eat into him. Yeah. Gobble him up. You know, if they get if you get bitten by a Komodo dragon, you'll be dead within hours, you know? Yeah, they're venomous, aren't they? Well, they're not. I don't, I don't believe they're actually venomous. It's just, they are. Are they actually venomous? If it's... you've watched Life ah. with David Attenborough, then you will know. Ah. Re- I... There was a new discovery... You see, I... Fought from life. Ah, you see, I heard that they didn't... They weren't venomous as such. It's just that because they don't ever clean their teeth, their bite is... Naturally carries a lot of bacteria. Well, I heard David mm-hmm. Attenborough say the words, they are the largest venomous animal on the planet. Therefore, that's a fact, because he said it. To be honest, I'm not going to... Argue with David. I'm not going to argue with Attenborough, <laughs> no. Because right. that's basically the same as punching a kitten in the face. Yes, it is. Um, all right, uh, moving on. Cheers for that, Darren. Uh, George Grimwood. Hey, George. What would your last meal be on death row? Mm, bloody hell. It's a bit morbid. Yeah. Darren Packham also had the great answer for this. He said he'd have an all-you-can-eat buffet. That's a good idea. <laughs> and he'd tell them when he was full. Yeah. Well, I'd just string it out for about... Yeah, as long as you want. Years. <laughs> yeah, 11 years. Yeah. That'd do the trick. Yeah. More, but uh, what would you have? Um, I don't know. I mean... I think it's limited by what they actually have there, I believe, isn't that? Well, they say you can have anything. They'll get it for you because it's your also, last meal. But I've also seen like in other sort of documentaries and stuff, they say they can choose anything, but there's a sort of reasonable limit on it. Yeah, I'm sure if you ask for absurd things, they're not going to do that. I don't know. I mean, would you have much of an appetite? No, but I'd, I'd be thinking, well, why the fuck not have what? I'll just have like one last... That's the whole point of it, isn't it? You mm. get to enjoy... It's quite, a, it's quite an interesting thing that, like... And it does kind of um, enforce the fact that food is such an important thing to us yeah. and such an enjoyment thing, like, a pleasurable thing, that they, 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 they take that into consideration. You yeah. know, they go, what would your last meal be? And they actually give it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you get one more, like, seating of pleasure before the end. I like Beer, that. battered cod and chips with tartar sauce. That's a good answer. Yeah, I like that. I, I think that's a good one. You need something hearty. Yeah. I think in that sort of situation, really. I'd go for something like, yeah. I reckon I'd go for a steak and kidney pudding with mashed potato, cauliflower cheese, roast potatoes. Oh, yeah. And then I could die happy. <laughs> or full up, you know. Yeah. Either way. Same thing. All right. Cheers for that, George. See ya. Uh, ben Nothing. Hey, Ben Nothing. Uh, he said, if you could open a guaranteed-to-be-successful restaurant um, serving any cuisine, what would you choose it to be, and what name would you give it? And also, if it had a logo-slash-mascot, what would it be? Mm, very good question. He said that he would he would open a restaurant called Burger Dude. Burger Dude. Which I like. It's, that's true Ben style. And right. it just maybe a burger kitchen burger bar, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, Burger, burger bar. bar, yeah. You see, I'd like, to, I'd like to offer something... I mean, I know it's guaranteed to be successful, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I... I'd quite like to offer something which uh, is not so common. You'd like to challenge people. <laughs> yeah, that's well, your one, style, isn't that's it? That's my style. I'm, well, I'm not going to give the people what they want. I'm going to give them what I they should want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm an awkward side. Would you open you know, a, duck, a duck-based restaurant? Well, that'd you? be good. Oh, that sounds all right, actually. Yeah. Just a restaurant devoted to duck. Never thought of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you get chicken shops, don't you? Yeah, so You get not? steak houses. You get pizza parlours. So what would you call the duck restaurant? Quack. Just quack. Quack. All right, quack. Yeah, yeah. All right, I like that. And yeah. you could, what, would the, uh, what would the logo be? 
Well, the mascots would be a, a duck. A duck, yeah, looking unaccountably happy. <laughs> it's the only thing on the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the chicken shops are. Yeah, basically. Like you've seen favourite chicken. A giant, like, rooster with his thumb up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is good. <laughs> I'm happy about this. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, why not? You could have... You could do a lot. You could make a duck burger. Yeah. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. Has anyone tried that? I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. I mean, you could mince duck meat. You'd require quite a lot of ducks to make one burger, I expect, but it could be done. Oh, I mean, yeah, this would be terrible for the duck population, but... Yeah, it would. Um, duck soup. Yeah. Uh, duck bread. Duck, duck <laughs> eggs. Duck eggs, yeah, yeah. Scrambled duck eggs. Yeah. This sounds good, you know. Um, what else? Duck bolognese? No. <laughs> duck bolognese. bolognese. Yeah. Uh, duck l'orange. Obviously. Uh, duck a la creme. Then, well, there you go. I think that's a winner. Duck vindaloo. Yep. Yeah. yeah, duck curries. I reckon duck would curry quite nicely, actually. I think I've seen that done before as well. Really? Yeah. Do you know what? This this is sounded as as it was you know it's actually sounded like quite a genius idea. Yeah. A duck restaurant. Yeah. Um, we'll have to look up after this episode if there is a duck restaurant. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah, right. Good good question, Ben, and you've given us a lot to think about. <laughs> um, Carl Smith. Hey, Carl. Uh, two things. One, first of all, what is your alcohol recovery food? So you're, and I like last week I had to do this. Uh, Twice, because <laughs> I was hung over twice. Lucky you. Yeah, well, sort of. Um, yeah, I ate a lot. Did you? I I was like, my my instinctive reaction when I'm hung over is to eat as much as I can, as fast as I can. Don't stop for any reason. Yes. Um, <laughs> sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but it does take a few hours. Like, but I, that day I had uh, I had sausage and egg sandwich in the morning. Yeah, that's. Um, then I had for lunch. I had a chicken burger and chips. Uh, for dinner, I had a pizza, and in between, I was eating like chocolate and crisps oh, and all kinds dear of stuff. Idea. Yeah, did, did do the trick though. Not really that day. <laughs> not not that day. It wasn't a success. Oh dear. But what about you? Did you manage to keep it all down? I did. Yeah. Okay, well that that generally helps. Yeah. It depends. I mean, as I as I've gotten older, it's changed. Hmm. Um. I mean, originally, um, it would be something like, well, I mean, originally, it was impossible for me to sort of stagger home completely hammered mm. without stopping at a pizza place. Yeah. So I'd get a pizza, eat half of it, and then leave half of it in the fridge overnight. And finish it off. Cold pizza. Morning. Yeah, cold pizza's good. But the trouble is, as I've got older, the hangovers have got worse, and I'm yeah. less equipped to deal with them properly. Mm. So, as when I was a little bit older than that, um, I guess around about 24, 25, that sort of age, um, a Big Mac meal, actually, I found was absolutely perfect. I had absolutely... In the morning? Well, just at some point the following day. Okay. Um, at some point the following day, a Big Mac meal was just absolutely the perfect thing to get me back on my feet. Yeah. No idea how or why. It just, maybe it's just all the sugar. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Maybe something in the burger... Yeah. Burger sauce, the special Big Mac sauce, yeah, has some sort of restorative property in it, and a hell of a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but the trouble is, as I've got older again, that became less and less effective. Yeah, and it got it's it's to the point now where I can just barely keep it anything down if I'm properly hungover. Yeah, you just have to ride it out. Yeah, so what I what I tend typically these days is um, if I'm feeling really really bad, I'll eat. Maybe at about six in the evening, I'll crawl out of bed and have a soup. <laughs> okay. And that's only if I, you know, that's only if I'm feeling extremely brave. Yeah. But I find if I do manage to successfully get the soup inside me, then well, yeah, nothing. If I do successfully manage to get the soup inside me, yeah, then I generally that's kind of like um, the tipping point. Yeah, you know, and from then I start to make a very, very gradual recovery. Well, this is the thing now. Like when I go out drinking, it's not just like I don't have to just consider the night where I'm drinking. Mm. I have to consider the next day as well. Yeah. So it's like if I've got money and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out for a drink. I always put aside like twenty quid yeah. for the next day to you know perk me back up again. 
It's an expensive thing. It is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Should probably stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. Um, cheers for that, Carl. His other question was, um, when, what was your reaction when you found out tomatoes were fruit? Uh, incredulity. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. a nice word. What does that mean? Well, if you're incredulous, it means you can scarcely believe it. Oh, okay. Basically. All right. Um, uh, yeah, it was. It is strange. Yeah. But like, it's anything with a seed, isn't it? And yeah. They yeah. do. Which is, but they just don't. It doesn't, because it's not like. It just doesn't seem like it would be. It was it's one of those things I, when I learned it at school. It was one of those things that kind of like you know how kids have this really irritating habit of trying to deliberately catch each other out. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, actually, tomatoes are fruit. Mm. Yeah, it's like one of those kind of like, how many penguins are there in the Arctic? Right. Actually, they're from the Antarctic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that old chestnut. They move the goalposts. Yeah, well, yeah, they just deliberately sort of set these traps to kind of catch you. And I, and to be honest, I mean, I I fell into that one fairly frequently, and I grew quite resentful about it. <laughs> yeah. To the point, to the point, I actually kind of blamed the tomatoes yeah, themselves. Fucking tomatoes. Yeah. Ruining my social life and standing <laughs> and credibility yeah, at the yeah. playground. Bloody yeah, fruit. It is. It's not fruit, even though it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've never really had a problem with the taste of tomatoes or anything like that. But, no. You know, it did lead to a rough period emotionally. <laughs> That's quite something. Yeah. Well, you know, these things are sent to test us, aren't they? Yeah. Well, there you go, tomatoes. So, uh, they're not what they seem. No. Um, Mischief. Yes. All right, cheers, Carl. Uh, Julian Bennett. Hey, Julian Bennett. He said, how can food be the way to your heart? How can food be the way to your heart? Yes. Does he mean, what's the what's the sort of meaning behind that expression? He might do. Or, or he might be asking you, or what how kind of... can food be the way to your heart? Like, ah, well, you know I mean? which, which one of those questions should we answer? Whichever one you want. It's your interpretation of it. Um, well, I think when you, when you make food for someone it generally you know that it generally improves their opinion of you quite uh, <laughs> yeah quite a lot this is true yeah everyone likes eating dinner yeah exactly and well yeah and you know cooking it yourself sometimes is fun other times you can't be asked <laughs> yeah um, and not having to pay for it is even better yeah, everything tastes better when it's free. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so when someone says, oh, do you want to join us for dinner? It's like, oh, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And it actually tastes better as a result, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because I think the thing is as well, it's like, if someone else makes it, you're, even if they're making something that you already have had before, yeah. they're going to make it in a way which is just slightly unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah. And that adds to the excitement of the entire thing. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Yeah. That is very true. How could that not be a way to your heart? I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose there you so. Go. Um, he had another question, which was, when tasters come out with all the blurb about hints of insert platitude, uh, platitudinal loftiness and mm-hmm. undertones of cue choir of angels, are they truly experiencing a taste sensation or are they full of shit? Oh, well. One wonders... Yeah, they, I mean, generally people say this in relation to wine, don't they? Yeah, he did mention the wine was the first thing he brought up. Yeah, uh, I don't know because I I know a few sort of wine people. Yeah, and they was absolutely adamant that mm-hmm. if you if your palate is trained, yes, that you can detect these various flavors and whatnot. Um, honestly, I don't know. I mean, it really depends why you drink wine in the first place. Do you drink it because it, just to get yourself buzzed? Yeah. Because you like the taste? Maybe, yeah. Or do you feel like it's it's a worthwhile pursuit in and of itself? Yeah. Dissecting all the flavours and... Well, I mean, I've seen, obviously, when people say when you smoke um, and then when you give up smoking, you your, your taste buds come back stronger and you can actually taste things you didn't before. Yeah, I believe and, that. And um, a guy on the Blood Into Wine DVD is talking about that, saying he gave up smoking for that exact reason because he mm. said he owed it to himself and to his senses to train them no, and to do to, it properly well you, you can't go into the wine game if you're not gonna, no. if you're going to half arse it can you no exactly 
So I do think there is something to be said for yeah, it. But I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd go for it. Yeah, I'd, but it it can't. I mean, there's a time and a place for that sort of talk. Yeah, though, that's the there? problem I think. Because yeah. I mean, if you if you go to a wine tasting festival or something, then yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Like you get you'll probably learn something or two. Yeah. But if someone is sitting around at dinner, like pompously well, going I mean, on about stuff, it's that no. One's yeah, really... I mean, it can in that sort of situation, it can be a bit grating, can't it? Yeah. And but then again, you know, you wanna if you're at a dinner, you wanna kind of bring a decent bit of. Bit of plonk, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but that's 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 all well and good. It's when it's like when people go to Weatherspoons and start complaining that <laughs> the house red, the is... house red, isn't, you know, <laughs> yeah, that that's, the bo- that's... that the bottle hasn't been kept in the dark and yeah, hasn't been kept on its side and all the rest of it. And it's like, dude, you're at Weatherspoons. Yeah, exactly. You know, there is a time and a place. Just just be grateful that it hasn't been smashed over someone's head. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, be grateful yeah. that some. Imbecile hasn't tried bonging it with a straw. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I could go on about this a little bit further, but again, I don't want to be one of those guys, so uh, I won't. Yeah, but, but yeah, you know what I mean. You, you, even at like some sort of, even at like a keg party or something like that. Yeah. There's always someone who's getting a bit sort of, you know, mm. a bit over the line. Oh, actually, on uh, Sunday I went for a curry with uh, Sam Wood and Chris Alley. You did, yeah. And uh, was we, it? it was lovely, yeah. And we went to uh, the Star and Gata after, yeah. where they obviously have all the craft ales. And oh, yeah, yeah. They have, like, weekly ones where they'll just they'll swap them around. finished decorating the Star and Gata yet? Yeah, I think it's done. Okay. But we had, like, we, they obviously give you tastes of all the different ales and beers and things before you buy one. And it was actually quite fun. Like, I'm actually, I'm actually thinking of planning a day where you can actually, you know... Go there with people. For, obviously, you get you'll end, you'll end up getting smashed. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, at the beginning, you do actually notice quite a lot of differences between what they're offering. Yeah. And it was a shame actually because one of the the first one they um, offered us was we all agreed was the most delicious, but she literally just ran out of it, so there was oh, only half a pint. God damn. But she was like, "Oh, you can have that half a pint and share it." Like so, we all just like finished this one glass. Uh, yeah. of this thing because it was delicious and had other full pints yeah. but, um, the one, the last one I had was 11.9% and it was uh, she said when you bought, when I bought it you only need half yeah yeah you <laughs> and it was like a chocolate one yeah. and it was really strong like and it was it gave that sort of burn that whiskey and yeah, other yeah. spirits do when you drink it yeah it was nice but yeah she was definitely correct when she said you only yeah. need half I think they, they would only serve it to you as a half as yeah well. well no she did say you can have it as a pint that's a terrible but idea. yeah it is that would have been a terrible idea I mean um, I uh, I remember when you know, I went to one of these beer festivals when I was younger, there was something there, a local brew called Last Rites. Okay. Which was very much as you described, and they basically said, don't ask for a pint because I don't give you one. Yeah, yeah. Basically. But yeah, some of these beer festivals, what they do is, rather than kind of you sort of getting hammered on, you know, full pints of the stuff, mm. what they tend to give you is actually just little, little plastic, very, very small plastic cups, so you can have a little sample. Yeah, yeah, that's, what, that's what they were doing. Yeah, that's, I, think, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, definitely. Because then you're not going in completely blind, you the, know. The other thing is, though, you have a sip of one of these things, and you're like, oh, that's really nice, and then you get a pint and realise you can't drink a pint of it, because it's yeah. either so bitter or... Gloopy. So, yeah, like, one of them was like a fruity one, um, and obviously to have a sip of it, it was like, oh, that's really fresh and lovely. But mm. to drink a pint of it, we were all like, nah, that's not, you know you won't. You'll get like a quarter of the way through and be like, yeah, your face will disappear. It's nice to taste the variety, but I guess in that situation, you, you tend to get a lot of dudes who are kind of like acting like that. They, they've literally, this is the one and only time of the year that they ever drink real ale. Yeah, yeah. And then they start acting like the fucking experts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which can be a bit, yeah, you know, no. a bit jarring. All right, I've got one more question because it relates to our feature. Oh, good. And then we'll do the feature, right? The question comes from George Grimwood again. Hey, George. He said, uh, experiences of food challenges. Food challenges? So have you ever done one of those, you know, where they go to a pub and go, oh, if you finish this in certain uh, time? I remember, I remember um, somewhere in Orlando when I was about 12, there was a place that, that did a steak challenge. Mm-hmm. And the challenge was you basically had to eat something like... Six, if you could eat six pounds of steak right. or something abs- absolutely absurd that like that. That is ridiculous. Yeah, if you could eat something like six pounds of steak in the space of an hour, you didn't have to pay. Mm. And you'd probably get your picture on the wall as well or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and a t-shirt or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think that, I think it was six pounds anyway. But Did you try this? I was only 12. 
Oh, so you didn't try it? No. Oh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like a fucking dying tree now, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you think I was back then? <laughs> Fair enough. I did do the one in, they had in the Swan, the hot dog challenge. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Watling, he succeeded, oh, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, actually, I'll give a mention to Steve. Like, we all tried it and were racking up times of, like, 11 minutes was one of the good ones. Um, there was, like, someone did it in 19 minutes. I didn't finish it, I'm ashamed to say. It's quite a big... I mean, I've seen the hot dog challenge. They it don't was, do it anymore, do they? No, I don't think so. But I, it was big. Yeah, and Steve, Steve did it with a beer in, I think it was... I think it was about six minutes. He did it in six minutes whilst drinking a pint, and after he finished it, he was eating the leftovers off of our plate. That man is a machine. Had he skipped lunch or something? I don't, no, I don't think so. I think he said he had a subway for lunch. What, a footlong? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You've seen Steve. He can put it away. Yeah, but... Man's a machine. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I know. That's a, so my, that was my best experience with food changes. That was a great day. Yeah. That was just a great day and evening as well for lots of different reasons, but that was... That was the uh, cherry on the top. Yeah. Um, I think it's time that we let everyone hear the uh, feature. Ah, yes. So what's should the we, name um, of this feature? Well, there was a few flying around. Yeah. Um, should I explain what it was first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of you, well, yeah. Oh, so basically, you might have heard in the last episode, um, Drew bet our, bet our, um, our foodie, Rab, <laughs> Rab is a foodie. Yeah, if he could, um, <laughs> if he could eat uh, half a lettuce in under five minutes for a tenner. Yeah, basically. Basically, the the joke being that Rab goes on and on about meat, but we never hear him talking about vegetables and whatnot because I don't think he likes them very much. Well, yeah. <laughs> so basically, what you're about to hear is that. Yes. Um, should we hit the music? Let's do it. time for the weekly feature if you were listening last week you'll know that andrew bet our foodie rab uh <laughs> 10 pounds if he can eat half an iceberg lettuce we have gathered in the park it's george grimwood hello I've, i'm witnessing the union indeed <laughs> uh rab say hello hey all right and then uh obviously me and drew hey, hey. so we've got the other lettuce <laughs> andrew's got the prize money yeah rab was brave enough to meet the challenge he was are you how are you feeling about uh, this well i'll tell you what yeah right I've got an idea. Am I going to do this? Yeah, come I, on, strategy. What's yeah, your strategy? Yeah, my strategy right now, as far as I know, what I can see. I'm not 100% sure I'm going to do it yet in that way, but let's have a go. Are you I'm going to go start in... off from the top first, I yeah. think, then yeah. go from the side. All right, okay. See what happens. It's a good strategy. I like it. <laughs> right, right. Are we, do you want to time it? Or just, uh, uh, well, I've got my watch on. Haven't all right, so, so uh, let's see. Where are we now? How many minutes are we going to give him? We never specified, did we? we said, well, I reckon five is enough. Five minutes. Do you, do you think you can eat half of that in five minutes? Rab, have you ever have you ever eaten that much salad in one go? <laughs> Never. Really? <laughs> Never. Okay, so just to confirm before we start, you are doing this of your own volition and not under any coercion whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> he wants a tenner. This is simple as that. Coercion. And you fully understand that you might get indigestion from eating. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, all I've got to do is just cover that with steak later. So uh, the man's got the he's got a plan. All right, if, right. Uh, if not that, then beer. There we go. Right. <laughs> I have a question. Does he get to keep the remain of the lettuce? I think that's only fair. Do you, I think do you that's want only fair. Do you want the leftovers? No. 
Well, George, you, can... you can have them. There oh, you go. Lovely. Oh, I'm <laughs> of a massive yeah, I bet you're glad you came now. Oh. Salad, <laughs> like, little saliva. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give you a countdown. Right. And then munch into it, all right? So, in five, four, three, two, one. Oh, good bite. Oh, he's off that, <laughs> that was a stern bite there. He's not mucking about. <laughs> How's that gone down? You, a, a I'm le- literally eating water. <laughs> Are you much of a lettuce person water. usually, Rav? Yeah. The face, I mean, says it all. I'm like. sure it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? Is he that oh, bad? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened there? <laughs> Gag reflex. Oh, okay. Was well, he a little bit too much too soon? Yeah, a bit too All right, maybe change the tactic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, maybe. He's not going to do right. any good next month when we uh, do it with a full ah, cucumber. See? Yeah, yeah. That's not Grab. a bad plan. Leaf by leaf. Pro tip, chew your food. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm doing. Well, I hope you're prepared. We're going to get you deep throat of cucumber next month. <laughs> this uh, This podcast does get weirder and weirder. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Like, I don't know what's going to happen next. It's the fact that we've even come out specially to do this today. <laughs> I know. This was all I had in my diary. Yeah. Watch Rabbi a lettuce <laughs> for money. And try not throwing up while doing it. Yeah. So on the basis of doing it leaf from the outside, in fairness, we can almost say it's like a gobstopper. So when he yeah. gets kind of like closer to the core... Then we know a, it's half. Where yeah. I, I hear, hear rumours there's a massive pip or, <laughs> or nut. <laughs> Can you plant that in the ground and another lettuce comes out? Yeah. We'll, we'll park it here. We'll plant it here for <laughs> <Yeah>. posterity. <laughs> we'll do the annual vegetable. What we should have done is really slice it down the middle before we started. Yeah, I didn't really have, a, have time. It also looks like it's going to rain. I've got scissors, but that wasn't going to cut it. It will be like a battle. Oh. It will be like a battle with the rain comes down like an epic. I don't think I'll be able to do this in five minutes. <laughs> well, forget the five minutes. Just do just Do, 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 do the what I can. Do the, yeah, best, yeah. do the best you can. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like munching it the way you started would have been a better plan, yeah. but just maybe not as much as you did in the first bite. Well, <laughs> I mean, you went in guns blazing there. I do have a big mouth. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> do you usually eat salad at all, Rab? Mm. Really? Like uh, in, in a do you not tell by like his that? questions on no. the podcast? In a, as part of a baguette? No. <laughs> <laughs> this must be weird for you then. Yeah, fucking is. <laughs> to be fair, the, the amount of lettuce on the floor. This is going to be some bird's dream. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not of the feather variety, of the, of the feather variety. Well, yeah, yeah. At least, at least it's biodegradable. Yes, yeah. we're not polluting anything. No, exactly. I think man, Rab was biodegradable at this point. <laughs> <fair assessment. laughs> you can do this, Rab. I believe in you. <laughs> I kind of half want a member of the local constabulary to come around and say, Why "Ask us, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you loitering in a park watching a man eat <laughs> for money? For money? <laughs> yeah, that's pro- that's got to be illegal, surely." Well, if it isn't yet, it's a weird. It's like a weird version of prostitution, really, isn't it? Slightly, <laughs> yeah. Eating a lettuce, mm. and all that stuff gets me going. All <laughs> I just, to be fair, like this. This episode is all about food, mm. and we couldn't really like let that go by no, without Rab being either. involved in a more <laughs> practical way. So, is there a if you could pick the vegetable, which vegetable would you have uh, gone for if you were forced to eat one other than a lettuce? Hey, Brussels sprouts with cabbage. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. do you like Brussels then? Mm-hmm. No, good for you. So, maybe around Christmas, how many Brussels sprouts can you fit in your mouth in one go? Um, I could do about eight. Yeah, I I actually, I've actually tried that. We're going we're to break that. <laughs> eight Brussels sprouts in one go. Yeah. Good grief. Raw? Like I said, I've got a big gob. Yeah. Raw, raw yeah, sprouts? We're not quite sure about raw. No, yeah, I, I don't think that's such a good idea. Nah. No. I ate a whole onion once, but it's only because I was in trying, trying to impress a girl. It went horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going down, I've got to be honest. Yeah. He's, uh, he's it's not, shrinking. He's not yeah. mucking about. <laughs> Rab, you have approximately two minutes left. If, did we say five minutes? We did say five, yeah. but I think he's doing pretty well, to be fair. He's shrunk a lot. It's just so weird watching a man peel a lettuce and eat it. <laughs> it's, like, it's not something I've ever seen before. Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, we've turned him into a rabbit. Great. <laughs> well, I know Drew loves puns, so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, because you know they how they say five a day for your veg intake. Um, mm. is, is the logic here that if you're eating a whole lettuce, I'd imagine own, that's probably enough. Whole, I think, yeah, I think that accounts for several of your five a day. That's probably enough for a week. That'll keep you going for. Hey, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> You know what we're like. It's a... All right, Dan's turn up. Say hi, Dan. Hello. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, look, he's doing well. He's doing well. 
Why are you eating it like? Why didn't you eat it like an apple? I did. He tried like and he, like, he sort of gagged. He had a gag reflex issue. Well, it's not the first time he's had gag reflex issues in the park. Are they timing you for this? We are. How long has he got actually? Stop talking, fucking eat. One minute to get down to halfway. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. He'll have half it brought back up. Oh, oh no! no! Oh, it's spillage! <laughs> and it's hanging off his beard. Oh my god, I did not expect that. It's camouflage from a lettuce. <laughs> You're like my cat when he eats grass from the pond. Oh my god. <laughs> it's green. Oh. It's just full on green. I've not got it anymore. Oh, oh I think, right. to be fair. <laughs> I think you should no. Or? I think you should give him a tenner. <laughs> no, you got him in a good sport, like, <laughs> and he vomited. Like, yeah. Give him a tenner. No, you got to keep vomiting until it's pink. And then that is worth a tenner. Well done, well done, mate. I think if you if you hadn't thrown up then, I reckon you would have been you would have been nearly there. Well, to be honest, even my bite marks have disappeared as well. That's how much I've eaten. Yeah, no, you've done really well, mate. You've done well. I find it brilliant that he actually threw up from lettuce. It's like this just shows how little salad you eat. Yeah. Yeah, get a photo of that as well. <laughs> God! <laughs> oh my God! Suppose if you're holding the lettuce and pointing at it, defeated. What the fuck? Let's have a do- let's have a tidy up here. A tidy up? Why would you do that? Let's just come out of his fucking throat. No, this no, is. No, he was peeling bits off. Right, I'm going to end this recording here. But Rab, you're a fucking fantastic sport, mate. And uh, yeah, you earned that tenner. You Thank truly earned you, it. Mate. Well done. <laughs> right, back to the questions. I'm sure you probably guessed from the, the the rather graphic noises that Rab got quite close to getting halfway through that notice and then spewed it all up. Yeah, we made a, he made a decent fist of it, and we were like, "Well, you know, he didn't he didn't successfully complete the challenge. If it had been a different day and we were feeling less generous, that would have been a disqualification. I think it would but, have been a travesty to not give him yeah, a talent for yeah, that. No, he, he he was a good sport about it, and he he he, he did try hard, and he did. I think just. For, that was worth a tenner. Yeah, yeah. We later discovered, though, um, that lettuce is genuinely his least favourite vegetable as well. Yeah. So it wasn't even, you know, it wasn't even something that was like, oh, yeah, I could eat that. It was more like, kind of like, that's actually his least favourite least yeah. favorite thing. So it was probably turning his stomach right from the word go. Yeah. So the fact that he managed as much as that is actually very impressive. Yeah, Steve said. Definitely. Um, I mean, that would be, for me, that'd be like me trying to eat half a tin of peas in one go. Or something <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, Rab, you're my fucking hero, mate. Yeah, good job, dude. Yeah, well done. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I wanna, I'm gonna stick with my original, t- original title for that, which was, oh, he's ravenous. <laughs> Back to the questions. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, uh, Scott Willis. Hey, Scott Willis. Right. He wants to talk about awful delicacies. Awful delicacies. Yes, he said there is a cheese. That apparently is so riddled with maggots, it's basically a, a soup in a skin. Ooh. Apparently it's uh, actually illegal, but it's considered a delicacy. Doesn't sound very nice. No, and there's also an egg with a fully grown um, chick left to go off that you can eat as well. I think I've seen that, actually. I think it's in China or somewhere. Isn't that in An Idiot Abroad? It might, yeah, I think he, that's in that, it is in that. Yeah. Um, and he just basically says, what the fucking fuck <laughs> is that all about? Well, which one or or both? Well, the whole idea. I know it's like traditions and things, but... Yeah. You've got to draw the line somewhere. Let's flip this round. And on the other side of it, you know, I believe in the East, um, dairy is regarded in much the same way, isn't it? Well, it's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, like, why the hell would you fucking milk a (laughs) cow and drink that? What the hell's wrong with you? Okay, yeah. You well, know, again, yeah, it's sort of like and where yeah, you're from, I suppose, yeah, makes a and, big difference. And then why would you take the, that milk, let it go off, and then put it in sandwiches? Okay, I see your point. Do you see what I mean? Yes. It, it's very much a case of perspective. I suppose. But, I mean, that, that maggot cheese... That, I mean, that just genuinely sounds unhealthy. I can't imagine yeah. 
Well, that it can't be good for you. Apparently, it's illegal and for good reason. Yeah. Um, but this is what I mean. It's like okay, so some stuff you could go okay, it's a delicacy. It's just where you're from. It's where I'm from. I eat cheese and milk and all that. But that thing, why mm. should any? Is there any reason for anyone to be eating that? No. 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 I, I don't know. No. No, just, just don't. Not never know how. No. Um, what yeah. dark recess of the internet did you find that in? <laughs> I don't want to know where Scott finds these things. No, like, probably, that's... yeah, don't ask, don't tell. I don't want to open the Hurt Locker and yeah, have, have a good, good old, old rum. <laughs> yeah, there. let's not yeah. go there. But cheers for that, Scott. Um, um, where are we? <clears throat> oh, here we go, because we were talking about cheese. George Grimwood also said, if cheese was deemed illegal, which one type would you hide in your secret cheese bunker? <laughs> Secret cheese bunker. Yeah, so it's like the one cheese that is you you've kept your stash of that Ooh, they can't well. take away. There are three kinds which I think are essential, really. Okay, you're gonna say cheddar. Well, yeah, because you know a medium. No, I don't like particularly mature cheddar, but a medium or mature. Okay. Cheddar to okay. go to go in your sandwiches. All right. Yeah. You know. What's next? And uh, I know it'll upset a lot of you. Maybe even a mild cheddar. Yeah. Because. Go on then. What's next? Um, mozzarella, because if you don't have mozzarella, you've not got any pizzas anymore. Okay. Yeah, and I think that would be an even greater tragedy. Yeah, frankly. fair enough. Don't think anyone's going to argue with that. And third one... I can't remember what the third one was. Oh, yeah, I know I really remember what the third one was. Um, I love a bit of brie on a cracker. All right, brie would be one of my three. Yeah, but I would go. Them. I'd go camembert. Oh no, too much, too much. No, but I would. I'd choose brie, camembert, and um, probably parmesan. What's wrong with pizza, mozzarella? I, I could just you could live. You know, you're saying to me, you could go your entire life without having other pizza. Do you have to have mozzarella on pizza? Well, no. But there you go. But yeah. But okay. But. Closed answer. But no. in your but then your pizza would have to be either brie, camembert, or parmesan. I can live with that. That sounds dreadful. Mascarpone. Mm. Well, that's four. You're not allowed four. Oh, I can't choose. This is a stupid question, George. Yeah, <laughs> Look what you've done. Yeah, I can't choose between. If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick camembert because you're tearing, you're tearing the words chat <laughs> yeah. at the seams. That is a good really question because it's a hard question. Questions. That's the part. That's the point. Um, well, which one would you choose? Oh, I'm only out of one. That was the point. Um, mozzarella, because pizza. All right, you know, fair enough. Anyone wants to argue with that, go <laughs> ahead, but you're wrong. All right, I'm going to slap another rab question into the mix now. Well, our hero from the, the feature. Yeah. Um, the he lettuce said, muncher extraordinaire. Yes, yes. Um, he said, if you were a vegan, what meat could turn you into a meat eater again? Well... It's very hypothetical because I'm not a vegan. I know, but I mean, he's basically just saying what meat is your favourite uh, meat. You see, I, I get, I get the sense that Rab may have possibly misunderstood the tenets of veganism a little bit there. You know what he's trying to say, though. I think the point is, if you've gone vegan, I don't think. I don't think that's a... the point of the question. Yeah, but his, his, his question's kind of wrong. You're bloody hard work. Yeah. Do you know that? You know what he's trying to say. You just it, say what meat it, is it the took best you meat. Thirty-nine episodes to figure that out. <laughs> yes. Well, no, you, you, just what meat. Pork, there you go, there's mine. Pork would pull me back. Why pork? Because it's fucking amazing. Roast pork? It's my fa- yeah, roasted pork. Okay. Belly. Well, guess what I'm going to say. Duck. Well. <laughs> All well, right. Is that a problem? No, fine. Um, Crispy duck. <laughs> Crispy duck. Crispy duck. Um, also, another rab, and I'm going to throw another rab question in. Uh, Burger King, McDonald's, KFC or Morley's? Ooh. I'm going Burger King. One thing I found with, uh, which is quite favourable about Morley's is that they did do big helpings of chips. They did. As I recall. They did. That is true. Um, more chips than burger most of the time, actually. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, depend, really depends on how much you value your chips in that situation, really. Yeah. Morley's is also the cheapest of the lot, as I recall, as well. It is. Do, are we kind of factoring budget into this or not? If you want to. Uh, let's, let's say we're not. Let's say money is no object. All right, then. I would say out of that lot, it's got to be either Burger King or KFC, really. Okay. Because KFC do does do some extraordinary uh, combination meals. Yeah. Like, what's it like the big bastard box or whatever? I'd, I'd definitely would big be daddy. Down to those, those two would be my final two choices. I think it's got to be it's got to be um, Burger King because 
whoppers, man. Yeah, you just XL bacon yeah. double cheese, man. I, I don't have those so much anymore because <coughs> I think as much as, as enjoyable as they are mm. and as many times as they've saved my ass yeah. on the way home from London after having a few too many pints of something that I shouldn't have had. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I keep coming back to the Whopper. Fair enough. Everything about it's perfect. You know, That's the fine. Nice crunch as you go in. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we've gone, but we've both chosen Burger King, basically. Well, there you that's go. the professional choice. And I don't care what anyone says, they do the best chips. Suck it. All right. <laughs> Easy now. Um, Darren Packham. Hey, Darren. Um, when dividing a bill at a restaurant, how do you how do you go about it? Oh. So it's easily the case of we all pay for what we ate, or do you just split it evenly? Oh, that can be very very fraught, can't it? Oh, uh, it can. Or I think a uh, better question is how do you figure out which one you're going to do? This is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess it depends on the situation, really. It does. But my, you, well, yeah, I, I, I went for grub with my brother last week, and we, we split down the middle. Yeah. You know, uh, in spite of the fact that, uh, well, actually, I was about to say he ate more than me, but then I was about to say actually, no, uh, I but did. see, this is it. It does cross so, your mind. So, so I've actually, I've accidentally done him over. Oh, well. yeah. oh, you've done it over, yeah, well. He owns much more than me. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I think it probably all evens itself out. Over yeah, time. yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, obviously, you've got to take into consideration... My preferred my preferred way of doing it is even split. Yeah, fair Because enough. it's quicker. It is. Because then, then everyone gets their... Otherwise, everyone gets their cap. You have to pass the bill around. But what if, to, like, but, but if there's that one guy that orders a dessert? Well, you know. Are we all paying for his dessert now? Why not? What's this? Why not? I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I think we should all pay for what we've eaten. Yeah, but you know. Have you not seen that clip on Family Guy? I actually spoke about this at the uh, when I had the curry with Sam and Chris. There's a little sketch of them all around the dinner table, mm. and um, the guy comes over with the dessert menu, and he's like, "Any? Uh, can I introduce you in any desserts?" And all of them are like, "Oh no, I'm, I couldn't eat another thing." Another one's like, "Oh no, it's okay. My my car's on the meter." And then this one huge fat guy is just like, "I'll have the souffle." And he's like, um, that, that, that'll take about 45 minutes. I can wait. Okay. Like, <laughs> it kills me. But yeah, I, I, I'm one for, you know, it does depend on the situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, it's just because, I mean, I, one thing I really, really, really hate is, maybe because I'm just incredibly lazy, but I think what I, I find immensely frustrating is when you, know, you have that situation of like, well, let's everyone just pay for what they did. And so you have to hand around the bill and everyone gets out their calculators and starts totaling up their thing. It's like okay, well, I, my dinner costs twenty three pounds sixty. Oh no, I've only got thirty quid in change on me. Oh, no, you, you know, and then you get into all this shopping and changing with notes, and then it's like, do we leave a tip or not? No, the service is included. Well, we we all should all yeah, make no. a contribution to the it service. Is a bit of a hassle. Or service is not included, so do we all tip individually? And you know, yeah. so that's why you know that's just that's just so much um, hassle. Hassle. Oh, yeah, right. hassle. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna it's do. much easier just to say, right, even split. Yep, yeah, good. Bosh, done. All right, fair enough. All right, I'm gonna do one more rab question. Hey, rab. Then question. I'm then I'm gonna tally up all the rab questions, including the ones I didn't ask because of time, um, and then we'll do Drew Sop's fate. Oh, good. All right, so one more rab question. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go for this. I think this is a the, the good one. Um, what is the ideal biscuit with a cup of tea? Or coffee. Oh. Let's just say tea, because I know what you're like. So. <laughs> what, 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 whatever do you mean, Chris? Yeah, just get get on with it. Best uh-huh. biscuit with tea. Oh. oh, it depends on the tea. No, just, <laughs> just PG. PG tips. That is quite a good impression for me, actually. Yeah, it is. It does depend on the tea. <laughs> well, um, oh, I like a good Earl Grey these days. Alright, so you got an Earl Grey. What's yeah. your biscuit? I am going to say that the best thing to t- well, I'm not going I don't dunk, first thing. Fine. Because it ruins the tea and the biscuit. Alright. People who do dunk are monsters. <laughs> Alright, fine. Um I am going to say, oh, this is tough because like shortbread <laughs> Yeah. Or Chocolate hobnob. I was going to say chocolate hobnob. Yeah. 
it's chocolate hobnob, isn't it? Mm. Easily. There was no there was no better biscuit than I chocolate hobnob. I don't think hobnob. there is. No. I mean, you do occasionally get some maniac who come who who, who buys non chocolate. Why would you do that? Yeah. I'd, Why would you do that when yeah. you've got chocolate on top of them? That's like one of those weird people like who buy salt and shake packets. Yeah. But like throw away the salt. Yeah. I, yeah, I know what you mean. You know, what's what's you know why? Yeah. It's like drinking decaf coffee. Yeah, I suppose. But that salt and shake thing—that's a. I, I do. I kind of don't really understand the point. I think it's because I think it's mostly a nostalgia thing for a certain generation. I suppose, yes. Yeah. Because like that's how they used to come. You yeah, get yeah. them re- re- pre-salted. There'd be a little pouch with the with, this, with the salt in. I suppose the the good thing is that you can add as much or as little as you like. <coughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's the uh, that's the main selling point there. All you right, don't well, have to have it heavily oversalted. <coughs> I'm going to now count up. The amount of questions Rab did ask in total. Okay. Good. So we had uh, one, which was the Ultimate Burger. Yes. <clears throat> two, two was the vegan. Mm-hmm. Three was the the restaurant of choice. Right. On. Um, four was the ideal biscuit. Then we also had one, two. So that's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay. Rab managed to get twelve questions in. Wow. Um, I'll t- I'm, what I'm going to do quickly. I'll read out the questions. We're not going to answer them, but we might use them at a later date. Maybe even for the next episode, we'll just well, use these questions. So he, the other questions were, were, would you trust Henry VIII to do your catering? Um, <laughs> best, best way to introduce haggis, haggis to someone's diet. Which era in history would you go to for dinner? How would you cook uh, alligator, roast, barbecue, fry up or campfire? Um, what food would you fry up just by smelling? Um, as an intelligent zombie, how would you cook your brains? And... Uh, Oh, and biggest steak you could eat, and also what sort of chicken meal would you eat more so than others? So we had all of those that we didn't cover. Those were much better questions. Why didn't you ask them? Oh, fuck you, all right? I, I did ask you, <laughs> do you want to know the questions beforehand? You said, no, no, sight unseen. Well, yeah. And now you're going to bitch. You're going to bitch. I, I thought you would have had the good sense to select the good ones. What, what you didn't like the ones I selected? Well, they were okay, you know. Perfectly fuck acceptable. But... All right, well, like I said, next episode I'll use them. Okay. You, you're getting on the nerves this week. Sorry, man. And you know what the next week is? It's the fucking cock-off too, so I'm going to be oh, drunk and I'm going to take all of this out on you. You got very cross last time. Oh, it's going to get <laughs> It's going to get. I distinctly you remember you at some point saying, I wish you were somebody else. Yeah. I'm That's starting harsh, to. I'm right? starting to realise where, where that idea comes where from. Where that sentiment originates. Right. It's time for Drew Stop's Fable. You sure, are you sure you want it? Because yeah. you sound really angry now. No, I want it. I need to calm down. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it'll teach me some morals. Right, All so right. Uh, Drew Sop's Fables All music. Right. for me today we have a fish fable a fish fable a fish fable all right because it's faintly food related i suppose yeah so once upon a time there was a fish good we're off to a good start and the fish was swimming about one day being a fish yeah and feeling pretty good just had his scales done just had his scales done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Found uh, a particularly nice bit of algae to munch on in the morning. You know, yeah. Which fish seem to like. And uh, everything was going very, very, very well until he got caught in a fisherman's net. Oh, dear. And uh, hauled him out of the water. And uh, most fish at this point would have given up and died. Yeah. But this particular fish, he had a bit of a brain on him. Okay. You know, he's like, he had, and he had the gift of the gab as well. He was like, oh, I can talk my way out of this. No worries. Back into the water I will go soon enough. And uh, says to the fisherman, hang on, fisherman. Before you chuck me in your bucket and eat me, have you considered this? <laughs> well, is it considered what? Well, I'm not a particularly big fish yet, am I? Yeah, try and put the wool over his eyes. Yeah. And the fisherman says, well, no, I suppose not. And the you know, thing, you know, if you put me on your dinner plate, you're maybe, you know, well, 
that actually no, he's not going to put him on his dinner plate because this guy sells fish. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy that everyone thinks of as like, oh, he's that idiot who only sells little piddly ones. You don't get for being a decent catch. Not enough to feed a hungry family. No. You don't want that reputation, do you? Well, I don't know. I mean, what are you, what are you suggesting? I sound. It sounds like there's a deal at the end of this somewhere. Yeah. So go on, flip them. <laughs> Show your cards. Show your cards. Uh, Two twos. A deal. Is there a deal? It's a deal done. It can be a deal. It's a deal. It's a deal. <laughs> so um, the uh, fish as well. As I said, I'm not very big. But check me back in. And come back three years later. Catch me again. I'll be substantially bigger. Mm. You didn't think of that, did you? Can't argue with that. Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. You f- fisherman. Yeah. You know. <laughs> get, bringing a big one like me, it'd be fit for the table of a king. Just imagine how much the king would pay to have such a large fish at his table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Mm. And then the fisherman said... Well, you know what? You talk a good game, but no, sorry. Well, and the fish was like, ah, oh, how come? Well, you know, I'd be a bit of a mug if I threw away a very certain, a small but certain profit mm. for the hope of uh, getting a bigger but completely uncertain one later. This is true. And the fish said, didn't think of that. Sound reason. And died. And died. <laughs> uh, so yeah. the, the moral of Aesop's fable, uh, if we're going to sort of mix things up a little bit here today, is... Uh, a bird in hand is worth two in the bush. Fair play. Or a fish in your net is worth two in the sea, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. All right. So, yeah. Good, good lesson that, there. Yeah, yeah. Do, do people feel as if, I don't know, do people feel as if that um, they get. Getting... Have you been checking the Facebook? Not lately, no. Okay. Just wondered. Ah, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Are, we, are, you, are you alluding to the results of a particular... Maybe. ...referendum? <laughs> Maybe. We had, one, we had one vote. Well, another way of putting it is that... Uh, one, one side of the argument had a 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. basically, long story short is, we argued at some length last week about whether we should go back to having my amazing jokes or carry on with these <laughs> fairly uninspired fables. Yeah. And uh, only one person bothered to vote. Mm. Julian Bennett. Mm-hmm. Julian Bennett said, oh, we should definitely have the jokes back. They yeah. were much better. Okay. And Fine. So, I'll listen to the public. So, Fine. I'll listen to one, one guy. It's, uh, it's the will of the people. Yeah. Jul- well, does this mean we're bringing it back for the last episode or just next we'll, season? We'll start next season. All right. But, uh, Fine. You win. Make, make uh, be under no mistake. Jokes means jokes. Okay. Yeah. So next season, the jokes will be back. We'll be yeah. back. Yeah. So you so, never say that one vote did make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like it, well, you didn't vote, so too yeah, bad. Yeah. That concludes episode nine of season four, episode thirty nine for those yes. who uh, are counting. Yeah. Um thank you to all the questions. Thank you especially this episode to Rab for his contribution. Yeah. And uh right on, dude. we're definitely gonna try and include Rab in some more food related things throughout the words. Um, seasons. I wonder um, what he spent the tenner on. I don't know. He was going to the pictures later, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, maybe he bought some popcorn. Popcorn and a drink. That usually costs 20 quid. Yeah, exactly. So he probably just sort of offset his uh, budget yeah, for the his, uh, spend, expenditure for the evening. Right. Next episode is the final episode of Words mm. Season 4. Right and it on. is the Cock Off 2. If you listen to the first one, then you know it's a drinking game. Um, the running feature throughout the episode. We'll have all the questions. The topic is the meaning of life. So if you have any questions about the meaning of life, tune in. Well, send them our way first, obviously. Send them our way. And then listen to the podcast, because George will be plying us with all sorts of horrible concoctions. And we'll be getting really drunk. And we'll be trying our best to answer them, which in our case means dancing around the philosophy of the question without actually answering it yes as always and I'll be drunk so I'll probably be insulting Andrew a lot yeah Um, also as I said at the beginning we've now got an email address so anyone that's not connected to us on the Facebook that would like to submit a question it is wordswithchrisanddrew at gmail.com all one word Um, yeah Chris without the H remember Um, so yeah send them our way and we look very much forward to being drunk for you 
it might be next week it might be the week after we'll see yeah but right on why not the next episode you hear we'll be drunk <laughs> jolly good okay so that's it we'll see you then see you then man good day stay worthy I've off it, brought back up. Back up, back up. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, spillage! <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging off his beard. Oh my god, I did not expect that. It's camouflage from a lettuce. What? <laughs> 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 You're like my cat. And he eats grass from the pond. Oh my god. <laughs> it's green. Oh, it's just full on green.